Please remember, while Fuller House is a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fullest House, where we just renewed our grade A Costco cards. I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. Danny was a bit of a mess this episode, wasn't he? <laughs> yes, this yeah. is... Guys, Danny Tanny is here, and it is not going great for him. <laughs> He's here to stay, and nobody wants him. The show decides that at the end of season three, they were setting up, oh, I'm gonna move back into my old house, and DJ and Steph can share a room together, and it'll be great, it'll be just like the old days. And then the first two episodes of season four happen, and it's not brought up at all. And now it's finally being brought up in episode three. Only to be resolved in this episode. Yeah, it's only to be resolved also in episode three. Don't you love when a show drops a big cliffhanger, like a character says, like, I just wanted to let you know I'm dying. They then they come back next season, fully ignore it for two episodes, then go, turns out I wasn't dying in the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean... You've got a point. Imagine that moment in The Walking Dead where Negan is about to kill someone. I didn't see this episode of The Walking Dead. Everyone just talks about it. Imagine if Negan picked up the bat and then just said, Hey, you know what? Never mind. And he tosses it aside. or But only in flashback to episodes. I think it's really he, he picks up the bat. We do f- other things for two whole episodes. Yes. Then at the start of episode three, they go, Oh, shit, we have to resolve that. It's, it's, it's like a, it's like in a matter of like in the season finale of The Walking Dead, a character gets bitten by a zombie and they ignore it for the next two episodes. And then in episode three, they're like, oh, yeah, so it turns out that bite was completely benign. All right. We've made this joke three times, but right, let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Guys, yeah, Kimmy is yeah, eating yeah. cereal fully with her face. She's not using a spoon or any utensils. She's just dipping her head into the bowl. It seems yeah. really inefficient. There's just yes. kind of a recurring theme that every episode just has to open on Kimmy Gibbler doing crazy pregnant Kimmy Gibbler shenanigans, at least in this season. Well, what's what's odd to me is it it's not generic pregnancy shenanigans. She's not having like morning sickness or anything. It's always eating things. Yeah, yeah. it's like. And not even in a... It's weird. Not even in a, like, Kimmy's having weird cravings way. Like, she's just eating a lot of cereal at the start of this episode. And Steph says, like, (laughs) Kimmy, what are you doing? And she goes, I'm eating for two. As if Kimmy can't just have a bowl of cereal. This really does fall apart if you start pulling at the threads. Well, I mean, Steph doesn't want Kimmy to do anything. I mean, the last episode, she forbid her from Fernando. Yeah. Who, by the way, Fernando, this entire season has been wonderful, but we'll get to him later. Cereal really is a gateway to harder things. Oh, yeah. Like sugary cereals. First you're eating Cheerios, then you're eating Frosted Flakes. Before you know it, heroin. Well, you know, there is some evidence that uh, this was all started by uh, people in the oatmeal industry who wanted to knock down Cheerios. So Ooh. they 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 created a smear campaign, and Cheerios are actually fine for you and offer a lot of health benefits. There is some Ooh. intrigue going on. We're here. starting to pull the threads on real life. You're you're saying if I start eating Cheerios, I am not going to develop a heroin addiction? No, amazingly not. 
But, you know, so many people are in jail because of Cheerios. You know, it's really sad. It's there's a crisis. People don't going talk on about the, the rampant Cheerio abuse going on. <laughs> there's a it's a crisis. Anyway, Steph can't find a singer for the birthday party they're planning. Yes. And Kimmy says, Steph, you're a singer. Why don't you sing? And Steph's like, I can't do that. I'm not a kid singer. I'm a real serious DJ. Uh, who hasn't she? performed in several years you, you haven't performed in like a year steph you can you can relax she, yeah. the last time we saw you perform perhaps the only time we no i don't think it's the only time we saw her perform she intercut the song with video of her eight-year-old her nephew. nephew yeah and that was in season one yes she has she performed since then for money i mean she's performed like she performed at the prom that Ramona that Ramona said oh prom. yes yes she performed at the party and and, and she was at the party as like the, the but, fairy yeah, mother for yeah. money she can she can be a performer for teenagers but not for children that's crossing a professional line it was it was she was gonna be at the the child's birthday party it was like the fairy the eight-year-old debutante Dakota Buchanan that's true oh I miss <laughs> right. I miss Dakota Buchanan I want her to be in more episodes. Yes, yes. I wish. That would be incredible. But yes, uh, Danny is here. He's buying a lot of stuff from Costco. Yes. He's bankrupting the family with his Costco abuse. Yeah, Danny's Costco obsession is tearing his family apart. <laughs> He's very much spiraling. They say, or Steph says, like, you know, I think he just misses being on TV. And they're like, I don't know about that. And they open the door to the living room where Danny is conducting an interview with Tommy about what is his favorite <laughs> color, um, celebrity gossip, I assume. I assume this will all be on TikTok later. Do you, do you think Tommy is a good interview? I hear he's a bit of a diva. I mean, he is a baby. He is, that's true. I, he's, he's a baby, so probably not. But also, he's a pretty bad baby. He's a bit of a diva, so like maybe that's a little interesting. Yeah, mm. that's true. He's Tommy isn't here to make friends. <laughs> He's here to get by in the baby industry. <laughs> he is going to be the boss baby. <laughs> the god. boss baby. Oh my god. Uh, uh, imagine if Tommy started talking and it was just Alec Baldwin's voice. <laughs> that would be upsetting. <laughs> oh my god. Even more upsetting than Tommy already is. Am I right, Mark? You hate that kid. This is a joke. <laughs> Not true. It's performative. Bad baby. Bad baby. Bad anyway. baby. Oh my um, god. But Ramona walks in. She's preparing for her first college counseling session. Even Whoa. though she is a freshman, and this is not really the time that that happens. No, yeah. it is not. They always tell you it's going to happen, and it never yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. We, we've we talked before about how their time in high school is really nebulous. Like, they got to high school, and immediately it's like, well, they're going to have all the high school experiences. Yeah. They Ramona's planning homecoming. She's... She's getting college counseling and it's just like they got to high school. They're freshmen. But in the eyes of the show, they are effectively seniors. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little odd. I, maybe Ramona's just a go getter. You know, she yeah. wants she wants to jump on the first chance. 
well, she is a go-getter because she has all these extracurriculars, all oh, these yeah. impressive things to go over. That's but true. guys, we got a problem. And what's that? Because J-Money isn't good at anything. <laughs> oh, what a sad, sad child he is. Oh, no. DJ asks him, well, what do you have on your resume for colleges? And J-Money says, well, I, they just kicked me out of the chess club because I kept calling it chest. <laughs> Come on, J-Money. Which really begs the question, Is J -Mo did J-Money join the chess club because he thought it was the chess club? <laughs> like, did J-Money join the chess club expecting that they were just going to be like, hmm, what are your favorite types of boobs? Oh, no. I was going to ask, did you do you think chess club would be about um, ogling women? Bad. Or yeah, very, do you yeah. think it's it's appreciating antique like chests it's about creating lock boxes everybody brings in their favorite wooden lock boxes it's about family and it's, <laughs> it's about family. explain that to me zach explain to me how it's about family well you see the chest club is just one big family a family that has some weird habits. I mean, we got a huge... So they got this weird obsession with old-timey boxes and also <laughs> and also boobs, and that's kind of weird that they oh, like, so you think talk about both. it all that much and it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Hey, where is the male chest discussion in this chess club, Zach? I mean, men can also have boobs. Hashtag reform for the chess club. It's also about... We're going to make it about pecs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's going to be great. I will say, I don't think... A, an obsession with old-timey chests is that weird because they often have treasure in them. That's true. They got booty. <laughs> I just want to say Zach laughed at his own joke and we did not really react I was, for a second. I, it, was, it is very funny to me. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to take it in a, in a, in a pirate sort of direction. Oh Zach was gosh. just like, yeah, but what about butts? <laughs> well, no, pirates, it's, that's also a pirate thing. No, yeah, yeah, pirates love ass. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> uh, fucking <laughs> Prove to me that pirates don't What love is this ass. conversation? <laughs> I'm trying to... <sighs> I'm, I'm having fun. We that's what this conversation fun. is. <laughs> I'm not weird, guys. <laughs> no, I just meant they like both cut kinds of... Of booty, yeah, like um, a, I meant, and I meant like a, and I meant like a pirate booty. They they appreciate like all treasure, kinds of booty, like treasure. Get your head out of the gutter, Mark. You're the one who immediately assumed chest club would be about breasts. Anyway, Listen, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, the <laughs> point is, J Money isn't good at anything. Yes, which we already knew. Yes, J Money wasn't cool enough for the chest club. Oh, let's appreciate that. And speaking about the chest club. Becky has a new sexist co-host. Yay! Hey, see that? See that? See, I was good for something after all. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> You're always good for something, Zach. Yay, I'm better than J-Money. We, we, we just fall apart without you. I'm using yeah. you for humor. I'm using yeah. you, Zach. I'm using you. <laughs> oh, God. Oof, this, this episode of the podcast has gotten dark. Yeah, I was going to say, we're getting real dark real fast. 
<laughs> so anyways, Becky has a new sexist co-host. Becky has yeah. a new sexist co-host who's coming on to DJ as everybody does all the time. Yeah. But perhaps a bigger problem than institutional sexism is that Matt is here as well. They're both going to be on Wake Up San Francisco. Oh, no. But why? Yeah. He, never, he doesn't even really use it to his advantage, as we'll see very soon. He mostly yeah. does it to be petty. <laughs> yeah. Matt's kind of the worst in this episode. Matt's kind of yeah. the worst in this episode. He gives a very bad interview. Yeah. Where he basically just reads off his dating profile. Yeah. He reads off his dating profile, implies that DJ has, like, cheated on him or something, even though all she did was break up with him. <laughs> uh, okay, that's, well, that's, they, that's she accepted his proposal yeah, yeah. and then broke right, up with you're him. You're right, you're right, yeah. He has a reason to be upset. He does not have a reason to be on TV complaining about DJ. <laughs> no, that's that's airing your dirty laundry out in public. It's very weird and uncomfortable. Not cool. He came on TV to air out his dirty laundry and also be like, yeah, DJ's got a pet care, but come down to my better pet care store down the street. Harmon Better Pet Care. It's literally called Harmon Better Pet Care. Yeah. If, if, okay, if I went up to a store and it called itself blank, better blank, I would immediately run away. Dick's better scored sporting goods. <laughs> Dick's better sporting goods. Uh, yeah, it it took a while for me to get that out. For some reason, Dick's better sporting goods. Well, well, actually, I think I think Zach, you should open up your own sporting goods chain. There should be Dick's sporting goods, and then you should open up Zach's better Dick's sporting goods. Yes, yes, dude. yeah. Where you just you buy up old Dick's sporting goods, and then I don't know, put in like a vending machine or something, <laughs> or maybe a ball pit. <laughs> Uh, oh, the ball pit. I, I'm going to steal that ball pit idea. Yep. Maybe a slide. I'm, I'm going to swoop in on Toby's business and open up Harrison's better spiritual cow How store. could you do that to Toby? Um, no, how dare you? I'm how could you do that to our friend Toby? I wouldn't do that to Toby. But imagine if I did. Our, our be very best bad. friend Toby? <laughs> our best friend Toby? <laughs> our best friend and frequent fullest house... Fan favorite fullest house character Toby, the sacred cow store owner. <laughs> it's a shame. Yeah, imagine how heartbroken he would be, and also how few customers I would get if I opened up a competing cow store. Well, yeah, because everyone's going to Toby. Well, yeah, obviously. he's got a monopoly over the entire business. Yeah, but honestly, it couldn't have happened to a better man. In fact, his is the only sacred cow store you I know, can think of. You know, Toby's a great sacred cow salesman, but he's an even better man. That's true. Yeah, it's true. That's how he gets you to come back. It's just you want to be around him. Exactly. He's the people's champ. Yeah, they, they. this was supposed to be a thing for charity, but instead Matt airs his dirty laundry. And uh, yes. Becky has a very sexist co-host. Yeah. Yes. Is, yep. Pretty much what's happening. Also, it is back to being Wake Up San Francisco when they made a big point in the pilot of saying they're now doing Wake Up USA. Yeah. What well, is... they got fired from Wake Up USA. Well, didn't they? They got replaced by Mario Lopez, but then Becky got rehired because she made the gab such a hit. Which, by the way, she was at the gab for what? Like a month? Two <laughs> episodes? 
She yeah. she was on two episodes of The Gab, and they're like, she's such a star. We have to rehire her at her old show. Two two episodes worth of Fuller House, I guess. That's true. This two wake episodes up worth USA of USA saga makes no sense anymore. It makes it has completely yep. fallen apart. Yep. I would also yeah. like to point out that Becky's new co-host is not Mario Lopez. I know we were rooting for it to be Mario I really Lopez. Wanted it to be Mario Lopez. It would have been really funny if it was just Mario Lopez, but no, yes. we got this asshole Ron. We got Ron. What happened to Stupid Mario Lopez? Ron. Did he decide he was too good for Wake well, Up Well, this USA? is Wake Up San Francisco. I'm, I'm guessing it's two different shows. Here's my theory, and this is just like fan, yeah. my head canon. I think that it's free to say the name Mario Lopez in a script, but if you want him to make a guest appearance on your show, you have to pay him a bunch of money. Yes. And so that's my fan theory as to why they mention Mario Lopez, but he never actually shows up. No, 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 no. That's not a fan theory. That's the actual yes, reason. That, that's that definitely, definitely the actual reason. But no, I'm a fan and that's my theory. But like a fan theory, that would be like theorizing like, okay, maybe Wake Up USA is a separate show and Wake Up San Francisco now rehires Becky. But hey, that's just a theory. A fan theory. Thanks uh. for watching. <laughs> so do we just end the podcast right there? <laughs> yeah, make sure to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to hear more about the Bulls House podcast. Um. <laughs> I don't understand what your point is, Harrison. But even more importantly... Listen, I will take any opportunity I can to do my impression of Matt Pat at the end of a Game Theory episode. Anyway, even more importantly, yeah. we go back to Fuller Pet Care. And guys... Janet is back. Yeah, The show didn't forget about her. She's Janet. back. I don't she know why. Great. I was really happy to see her back. I yeah. was happy to see her back, too. DJ's receptionist, Janet. Janet. Yep. Yay. Yay. She had some good lines in this episode. Yeah, but guys, there was sabotage happening. Sabotage. All these, All these people are at Fuller Pet Care because they were given 50% off coupons. Mark, are you saying there's a saboteur? I'm saying there is a saboteur. Who are is you the saying? Saboteur? Are you are you saying that there's an imposter among us? <laughs> yes, and it's Matt. Let's move on. Uh, okay. Matt has printed these fifty percent. Guys, Matt's looking kind of sus right now. He is looking sus. He's printed out all these coupons, and that's not good business practice. She could probably sue him for that. I'm going to look back on this episode when it releases and be like, why the fuck did I say all that stuff? But now I find That's this very That's why I tried funny. to move on to it from it. So all these people are here. And Mark, you brought up a really good point. Yes, D because DJ tells them all these coupons are counterfeit. I'm sorry. They're not real. And then everybody starts to leave. And I was just like, wait. So instead of just giving all these people 50% off, for the day or anything, you're just choosing to have no business. Rather than 50%, you're choosing to have no business. Yeah. Like, just do it for a day. Yeah. Do it for a day, get a loyal customer base, and then charge them full price next time and have them tell their friends about the good service you got. It's not going to be a problem. They're coming to you instead of Matt. Yes. Also, this is like the busiest we've ever seen her office. So as a promotion, giving these 50% off coupons works yeah <laughs> so why not just run with it matt helped you dj this wasn't actually sabotage matt wasn't sus 
He, he, he was an imposter, but a helpful imposter. That's not how Among Us yeah. works. You know, like the imposter that forgets they aren't uh, one of the crewmates during the middle of the game and then gives themselves away. Yeah, like, you know, that one person that does not know how to play Among Us. Yeah. Or like how Obi-Wan's like, actually, my name is Ben. Yes. Actually, my name is Ben. So I'm a different person. Yeah. That's when Matt like takes off the mask and reveals that he was actually some other guy the entire time. Dave yeah. Coulier shows up. Yes, he's Dave Coulier in a mask. That's Matt. Matt is Dave Coulier in a mask. I, I mean the actor Dave Coulier, not Uncle Joey. And then he put, takes off a Mission Impossible style mask and it's Matt underneath. Oh my God. <laughs> um, anyway, we cut back to the house. Um, Danny has returned from a trip to Costco. He's making Ramona carry all the stuff. Which is which, great. <laughs> which is great. It's just fun using Ramona in that way. And I also like that like, it's Ramona's part of the family. She's not Danny's actual grandchild, but he's still making her work for it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I, I kind of love that detail. I mean, she is a member of the cult, so that's she's true. Yeah. That's true. We're all a family here. <laughs> it's about family. <laughs> it's true. It is about family. You were right. I doubted <laughs> I, I you earlier, Zach. I can't. I can't do the the, the line as good as Mark can. But you were but... right. It's about family. Yes, like that. It's about. That's the thing about street fights. Sometimes the street, <laughs> the street always, always wins. wins. Okay, before we die, we need to make Mark watch uh, Furious Seven. Uh, I still we've haven't been seen it. that movie for so many years, and oh he has god. never seen it. Oh my god! We need to. We should, that should be our next bonus episode. We watch Furious Seven and oh, rant Jesus. about Furious Seven for an hour. Oh Christ! But anyway, <laughs> anyway. Jay Money has decided his new thing is going to be impressions. Yes, this is... <laughs> I don't know how he's going to parlay that into getting into college. <laughs> I would also like to say, is is there quite possibly a more... I mean, no offense to impressionists, but it... No, this is too mean. It feels very Jay Money. Like, I'm not surprised that he was immediately like, oh, I'm going to do impressions. <laughs> yeah. Immediately, um, I'm gonna do impressions. I don't want to be too mean to impressions. It's the skill that everyone thinks they're good it at is, when they're eight. Yeah, it is a skill. It's also just, but it's also just like. Well, no, it's it's the thing. If he's immediately like, I need a thing. I'm gonna do impressions, even though I've never done impressions. Yeah, that's yeah. it's more so like that than like dissing impressionists. It's like I've been using my voice my whole life. Says an eight year old, I would be a great voice actor like that. <laughs> Yeah. So he comes out and he it's does weird. the worst yeah. impression guessing game ever. He comes out and he's like, hey, it's yeah. me, Barack Obama. <laughs> he does a better Obama impression than that. I just wanted to make a joke. Yes. He sounds like just like a guy doing an Obama impression and not like Obama. But what is funny is that you're right. But what is funny is that he says, guess who it is? It's me, Obama. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's I'm what he the does. president. It's the worst guessing game imaginable, yep. not the worst impression. Yeah. Oh um, though I just, I just wanted him to do like an impression, but it's like like what Mark did earlier is like a really bad impression. He's like, all right, all right, guess who it is? Hey, I'm Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
God. It's me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Famous from my roles in films such as Terminator or Twins. Hey, I'm Dave Goulier. Oh, I could do that all day. I'm Daddy DeVito. <laughs> this is my voice in real life. <laughs> Charlie. Uh, or he just does like a really good impression of one person and then says someone else. Is like, hello, I am Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, that's my really bad Kermit impression. Uh, Hi, Arnold Schwarzenegger here. Yeah, see? Like that. Yes. Mark can do it. Mark can do voices better than I can. So, uh, he is very bad at impressions. They guess Ariana Grande to fuck with him. But Steph needs advice from Danny. Should yeah. she take this job as a kids entertainer or should she devote herself to more serious work as a musician? Um, and Danny tells her, gives her very good advice. He says, there's no such, you're going to have a family now. There's no such thing as selling out for your kids. And it's good. Also, um, Stephanie that is how the music industry works. You should yep. be gobbling up every opportunity to perform. Yes. Yeah. Every opportunity. Yes. Max's guess, Ariana Grande, started out as a children's entertainer on a kid's show. Or I guess she was yeah. on a, in a Broadway show. And then, yeah. <laughs> or maybe off-Broadway. I forget. Yeah, well, it was like 13, that. the musical. Um, yeah. And then Nickelodeon. And then she was on Victorious. And yeah. then superstardom. I mean, like, look at all the stars that came out of Doing Disney Channel shows. Like That's true. Miley Cyrus, Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez. Including some people on Fuller House. Some yes. people came from Disney. Yep. Yeah. And to be fair, there is a difference between performing for elementary school kids in a backyard and being on the Disney Channel. Yeah. That's but true. what we're saying is there's no shame in it. No shame in performing right. for children. Wait, am I, am I dumb? I forget who was on Disney. Okay, okay, okay. I think was was Rocky on Disney? Rocky's after. Was she? I'll look it up. I got, so. I'll open up IMDb. I I'm pretty sure Fernando did have an arc on Hannah Montana, but oh, Juan really? Pablo de Pache was no, on that Hannah was a joke. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I, I would have been really. Been we have to stop. Uh, wait. Oh yeah, yep. Rocky was on Disney Channel. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. She started in Best Friends Whenever, oh, okay. which cool. is a, a Disney Channel show that has 31 episodes on IMDb. Yeah, it had ran for 31 episodes. Hmm. Neat. Good to hear. Anyway, Kimmy visits DJ at the clinic, and um, DJ's Yelp rating is down by one star because of a, a review that... Um, specifically mentions her being a bad girlfriend and it's signed like Dr. Abtacular or something. Uh, so it could have been anyone. <laughs> Maybe it, it could was have been Steve. Any. I mean, his abs. I mean, nobody talks about them, yes. but he has, he could have abs. To be, yeah, to be fair, they do talk about Matt's abs a lot more, but Steve probably also is like super cut. Maybe that's my fan theory of the week. That is actually Steve, who is Dr. Abtabulous. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. But anyway. But that's just a theory. Anyway. <laughs> a fan theory. Thanks for watching. 
<laughs> I, so. Now I'm just like looking through uh, the IMDb of Four House and just like, look at all these characters that we've met so far. Oh boy. Look at all the friends we've made. The, all the friends we made along the way. Look how far Mankowski's we've come. Mankowski's IMDb picture is like... I'm showing it to them right now. It's it's very, looks way too it's very serious. serious. It's very dramatic for what we know about Mankowski. Yes. No yeah. offense to the actor. But DJ and Kimmy hatch a plan to get revenge on Matt, which involves them wearing disguises and going to his clinic. Oh, yeah, disguise. <laughs> DJ is a master of disguise. I really like that they wear disguises. Oh, yeah. <laughs> DJ pretends to be an old woman in a wheelchair. Kimmy pretends to be your nurse. <laughs> and they just go in and they're like, well, we're just entering the vet clinic. Nothing <laughs> suspicious here. Just an old lady and her nurse. Just an old lady and a nurse announcing loudly to the room that we are here now. I think we forgot to mention this earlier. To get back at uh, Matt for doing the, the things, the coupons and the other stuff, DJ's like, oh, I got him so good. I ordered 12 pizzas to his to his clinic. He, what's he going to do when he's got 12 pizzas? He's not going to have the space for 12 pizzas. Wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he just gives them away, right? Yep. And no, they come in and the, yeah, he's just giving the pizza away. The pizza, pizza is party. in the background. Yeah. 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 In the same way that Matt accidentally helped her by giving everybody coupons for her vet clinic, she accidentally helped him by throwing an impromptu pizza party yeah wait so i think we're the real moral of this episode obviously there's the moral but mm -hmm. like at the end of the episode but the real moral is that the tanner family is terrible at business like yes danny <laughs> turns down a chance to interview yeah. for his old job dj <laughs> self-sabotages her own business and helps her rival out and stephanie won't perform for kids yep <laughs> Yep, they do. They do say that that Danny turned down an opportunity to audition for his old job, uh, yeah. which means they had interest in bringing him back, and he was just like, "No, I am too important to debase <laughs> myself by auditioning." The pr it's a principle of it. It's the principle. He's principled, and I respect that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Anyway, in addition to ordering pizzas. Uh, DJ, as an old lady, loudly announces, Oh, I took my pet duck here just a few days ago, and look what happened! And Kimmy pulls oh, out a no. peeking duck. Yeah. That God. they... <laughs> they just got a roasted duck. <laughs> they got a roast duck, and apparently nobody goes like, um, that is a full peeking duck that you just bought. <laughs> I know <laughs> what that looks like. They all just start to leave. <laughs> They're are so you implying? Disgusted. Are you implying that this man slaughtered and cooked your pet duck? <laughs> what an odd. In a very, in a very common and visually distinctive way. That's like, that's such a bizarre thing to accuse him him of. Not like that he's a bad vet or that he's a bad person. Just that he he straight up cooks the the animals that he gets for his yes. business. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Matt comes out and they awkwardly try to, and they're awkwardly like, okay, yeah. And they go, but not before an actual old woman in a wheelchair admires DJ's big hat. DJ yeah. gives it to her. So from behind, this old woman looks strikingly like DJ. Oh no. Matt walks out, says, ugh, DJ, I told you to leave. And he pushes the wheelchair out of the door. 
it rolls. We hear a lot of honking and like breaks and everything. Um, uh, yeah, Matt fully murdered an old woman. Yeah, Matt, yeah. Matt murdered a woman. <laughs> he straight up. Just. I, what? What is this show? She's dead. There's no other way to interpret that. Yes. Well, yeah. it's. I. She could have. It could have been everybody honking for like joy, but to be fair, that's just a theory. A <laughs> fan theory. Thanks for watching. Uh, that's three. That's three this yeah, episode. In I case was, you weren't paying I was attention, setting it up for oh, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, poor Gladys. Gladys Nicholsby. Yep. They don't they, give her that we, name. We do but... know her name is Gladys. We gave her a last name. She's Gladys yeah. Nicholsby. Because she yeah. deserves um, one. Because she's yep. dead it, now. And she's dead now. She needs to write on her tombstone. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. It's the way you know about it. Like, uh, yeah, we felt like she needed a last name. Because she's dead now. Yes. And she's never coming back. That was very good. Uh, Gladys Nicholsby, beloved wife and mother, <laughs> also flattened in traffic after a vet pushed her out the what? door. Oh my god. So, what was the life of Gladys Nicholsby? Did, did she perhaps serve as a, as a nurse in World War II and give to charity throughout her life? I think it was long and storied and she had many friends and loved ones who held her in high regard and Matt just murdered her in cold because blood. he thought he <laughs> because he thought he was murdering his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is a good point. <laughs> he thought it was DJ. He fully push would have pushed you, DJ into traffic. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, DJ at least has the ability to get out of the wheelchair before it reaches the street. This is true. This is true. She can just stand up or tuck and roll or something. Yep. Gladys Nichols B could it's not. Still attempted murder. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, we cut back to the house. Fernando's giving... Kimmy a neck massage um, and Steph shows up and says I need to talk to Kimmy and Fernando has maybe the line of the episode where he goes I also have needs yes his whole role in these past three episodes has just been to be horny yes Fernando has his role it's a very small role and he does it well he makes the most out of the very little screen time that he gets Yes. This is his, I also have needs. Look, between Fernando solely thirsting after Kimmy in this season, Jimmy Gibbler's sexy car wash. <laughs> um, oh, the sexy car wash. Jay Money wanting to make out with Rocky and that being a big thing. This is the horniest season of Fuller House we have had yet. And All I am of our here for it. Sad boys are <laughs> so horny. Everyone's oh, really yeah. horny. Oh yeah, especially Fernando. <laughs> Fernando, <laughs> Stephanie, J Money, yep, Jimmy. Oh my God, I I forgot about Jimmy Gibbler's sexy car wash. How could I? That was wonderful. It's last been episode. burned into my memory. I don't know how you forgot it. <laughs> I don't know either. But yeah, Steph. Um, Steph just she tells Kimmy I want to perform Kimmy's like that's great Fernando's super horny mm-hmm. plots resolved yep but Matt shows up looking for DJ but who does he find instead Danny Tanny himself Danny Tanny yes. walking down the street Danny, Danny Tanny, Tanny who I'd like to meet um 
musical bits. Musical bits. <laughs> but Matt asks for advice, or Danny's going to give him advice. Um, but Danny says, this doesn't feel right to be doing this in the living room. There is a hard cut with a sound effect. Yes. <laughs> to the bedroom. Danny has taken Matt to a little boy's bedroom. Oh, boy. Yes. Um, so he can give him advice because he is used to giving advice in children's bedrooms. Okay. Which is weird and specific. Yeah. That is weirdly specific. I mean, given there are like, what, nine seasons of Full, of full House, I guarantee yep. you he's done at least five different speeches in the living room. Yeah. But, um, he needs to do it in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. It has to be this way. He imparts some wisdom to Matt. DJ shows up. DJ and Matt forgive each other and decide to go into business together because they miss being in business together. So that whole thing is wrapped up. Yay. Problem solved. Matt's huge heel turn lasted one episode. Yes. So I guess it wasn't that long that Matt was the worst. That's true. There is still potential to do more damage. Yeah, I remembered him being the worst for a while, as in more than one episode at least. Well, I think it's this episode. It's when he comes back after the wedding and he's going to open up the snorkel shop. Oh, Um, yeah. Probably that, yeah. And I think there are a few more, not bad Matt moments, but... Dumb Matt moments? Little over-the-top Matt Matt moments. But also, I really like they agree to become business partners again, and Matt says, good, because we are in debt. We are in so much debt right now. Yep. Matt has gone under in opening up his own clinic. Yeah. I mean, I guess once he sells the building, it should be better. Yep. But probably not. Anyway, uh, Steph talks to Danny. Danny, who presumably has bought a bunch of cherries from Costco, um, wants to make her something with cherries in it. Uh, I, what does he mention? He mentions cherry something. And it's Steph like cherry says, omelets or something like that. Well, he cherry, First yeah. it was, it's cherry pancakes, then cherry omelets. And then there's something else. And Steph cherry says, Benedict or something like that. Cherry oh, Benedict. Cherry and Steph said, yeah. And, and Steph says, Hey, that was my nickname in college. And then she says, just kidding. I didn't go to college. And Danny <laughs> says, then where, where did my tuition checks go? Um, and we just want to say Steph is a mess. Not Steph for not going to college. That's a perfectly normal choice for a lot of people, but yeah. because she was stealing from her father. Steph is a mess. <laughs> Steph yeah. is a mess. Oh boy. So she was just a straight up thief for yes. four years of her life, leeching yeah. off her father, creating a fake life for herself as a college student while she yep. was doing what? Being a DJ? I guess so, which means if she, if that was what happened, worked out because she became a successful DJ. Yeah, I guess so. She became a successful DJ and then stopped being a successful DJ for some reason. Yeah. But. yeah. This episode really does highlight that thing where half of this episode, Steph is referencing her past as the cool rebel. Mm-hmm. And the other half, she's talking about how that is absolutely not her character anymore. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. which which I think is an interesting thing with Steph that that's very much what they set her up as, and then they just drop it. Although we've noticed that she does continue to be a mess throughout the series. Yes, yeah. she is a mess, and we love her for it. We love Steph for being a mess. We love our sad boys. Yep, of any gender. Yep. 
Um, but Steph convinces him to go back to work. She says, like, you were so good at it and you need to get out of the house. <laughs> you were good at TV and bad at Costco. <laughs> and it's we are going driving crazy. driving us crazy. <laughs> they hug and yeah. uh, the cabinet busts open. Uh, because he has falls out. He has stuffed it too too much with Costco goods. And it all falls, and then Steph only agrees to let him go on the condition that he hands over the Costco card. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Which is why we made sure to inform we're you guys hours. in the beginning yeah. that we've renewed ours, and you should make sure to do that every year. It's yep. a very yeah. important step in maintaining your Costco membership. You don't want to lose your membership to Costco. <laughs> If you do, what are you even doing with your life? You're basically yeah. as much of a mess as Steph. Oh, you're not you're not a member of Costco. You can't buy a five pound jar of cashews. I feel well, sad for you. <laughs> I feel sorry for you. Do you even eat the free samples when you're walking in Costco? Do you even do that? <laughs> you're telling me you didn't buy 15 pudding cups the other day? <laughs> Embarrassing. Laughable. Then I just dip my hand into a huge jar of peanut butter and just start like eating it from my yes. So Danny Danny shows up to, to wake up San Francisco. He's gonna go back. Yay. Becky is very eager to replace Ron, her sexist co-host, with Danny. Mm-hmm. Who I, I feel like we keep saying he's sexist. I don't feel like we've properly established that he's just straight up sexually harassing people in the, in the yeah. workplace. Yes. Yeah. He's sexually he's, harassing everybody. He's like a everybody. real piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's sexually harassing everybody. He's a real piece of shit. He's terrible. Yeah. Funnily enough, Becky <laughs> says coming up next sexual harassment in the workplace. Ron like puts his hand on her thigh and makes some weird comment. I think it was, a real serious problem. Ate that right sweet cheeks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then like makes an inappropriate gesture. And then they like. Well, well Becky Becky says like, Ron, you arrogant piece of. And cut to technical difficulties. <laughs> I, I love how immediately it was cut off. Okay, usually we have Tyler in the call with us when that happened. But it was timed up perfectly. So when Mark said, Ron, you arrogant piece of, and immediately after when the cut would be. Tyler left the Discord call, so I heard the Discord, like, log off message. <laughs> that was just perfect. T- Tyler just couldn't take me slandering Ron that way, even though Ron is a piece of shit. That was a joke. Tyler's a good person, and I assume he also does not like Ron. I was going to say that I would like to imagine that Tyler saw this coming and did this as a bit, but, I mean, you do you. <laughs> but, yeah, they cut to a thing where it's like, we're experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Yep. And then they cut back, and Ron is Danny now. Yep, they yep. cut back. I don't know how uh, he went through so much plastic surgery to look like Bob Saget, but... <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I'm kidding. They replaced Ron with Danny because he's there. Yes, it's yeah. very good just cutting away, then cutting back, and it's the exact same shot, the exact same poses... But it's Danny now and not Ron. <laughs> yeah, really we thought that was a very good bit. Yep, it was very good. A very good piece of editing, a very good joke. Um, but Danny has his job back. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Anyway, we cut back to the backyard where uh, DJ Max and J Money are getting ready for like a family dinner in the backyard. Um, and J Money is sad because he's not good at anything. And so he kicks a very conveniently placed football. Out of frustration, he's like, man, and he kicks it and it goes flying. It hits a car. A car alarm goes off. 
And DJ and Max are like, that was amazing. You have a talent now. And Jay Money goes, what? What's my talent? Uh, (laughs) The the football. I'll get it later. What's my talent? Maybe he's been doing this his whole life. Maybe he's actually good at several things and he just doesn't realize. He's just too dumb to notice. He's just too dumb to notice. Jay Money is a kicker savant. Yes. I, I just love the idea that like, I think like they planned this out in like the first season of Fuller House where they tried to make Jay Money like the cool kid, like the cool son. And they're like, oh, yeah. we're going to have him be on like the football team. And then they noticed him like developing into more and more of a sad boy. And they were like, all right, well, we still want him to be on the football team, but in like the most pathetic way possible. We're going to make him a kicker. <laughs> Wouldn't it have Shout been out more to kickers. pathetic though if he was like a lone snapper or something like Shout that? Shout out to kickers. <laughs> no, well, long snappers I think also have to block. Oh, do they? Could you? I don't know. I, they might. I feel like they're on the line. I could be wrong. <laughs> well, anyway, sorry, kickers. I did not mean to insult your profession. You, you're a very important part of the game. <laughs> sorry, kickers. Listen, k- kickers, J Money's going to be the most notable kicker since Pat McAfee. Yes, I know that Pat McAfee is a punter. But if you know Pat McAfee, you understand what I'm talking about. I think this is just a stepping stone on J Money's journey to becoming a rocket. Yes. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I like first this. he needs to learn anything about stage performance because I mean, God, those those the, those impressions. impressions. <laughs> but, um, oh my God! He can be an impression doing <laughs> Rocket. He should be. He should be the second kicker in the NFL to also sing opera on the side. Mm. Yes, what? that is a real thing. Pavarotti, okay. he he was in the NFL. I didn't know. There's there's a real thing. There is a kicker currently in that in the NFL, I believe, who also sings opera. That's awesome. Great. I don't know if he's. I'm I'm looking up if he's still active, but yeah. yeah. And, anyway, <laughs> Jay sure Money is. is good at kicking footballs and nothing else. The rest of the family start coming out with the other dishes for dinner. Fernando comes out, sees the corn on the table. And I, we didn't talk about this during watching it, but I made a note because I, so many questions. Fernando says, false alarm. There is no corn thief. DJ just took it out before everything else and didn't let me know or didn't let anyone know. And I have so many questions because like one, is that just like they were filming the episode and they were like, why is the corn on the table and nothing else? So they had Fernando call it out. Or was there like a scene where Fernando was freaking out about some corn thief and it was cut? (laughs) That just got cut from the final episode, but they left the comment in. Yes. Also, I want a spinoff where Fernando solves corn related mysteries. Yes. Yes Yes to that. Also, I have completed my Google search. Uh, Justin Tucker, the kicker for the Ravens, who also sings opera. I'm only bringing this up because there's also a, a fun fact about this. The most accurate place kicker in NFL history also sings opera. Heck Love yeah. It. That's awesome. Um, anyway, Danny announces that uh, he has rented a duplex and he's going to be moving out. Guys, oh don't boy. be too sad. No. Everybody goes, no, no, don't, no. What? Don't leave, Danny. We love you. He, he thanks them for their fake sincerity. And that's how the episode ends. Yeah, I guess that is just how it ends. Yeah, all right. Not with a bang, but with all the characters faking <laughs> disappointment <laughs> that Danny is moving out. So, I guess that brings us to our favorite segment, 
Sad boy of the week. Tyler, put in some like air horn sound effects there. Thank you. Actually, just keep playing Zach's air horn <laughs> that he just yes. did. Yeah. So why do I why do I do these things? Anyways, who are our nominees? I, we have a few contenders. I feel like. I feel like this might not be like the winner, but I want to make Fernando a nominee. <laughs> because he had some very limited screen time. Just but my god, he does he the make most the most it. out of his screen time? Yep. Um, Fernando can be a nominee. Sure. I think Danny Tanny is a pretty... Oh, yes. oh Danny Tanny is a nominee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty strong nominee. I feel like also there's an argument to be made for J-Money, as yes. always. I feel like Fernando and J-Money are like always... They're like, they're the usual suspects at this point. Is is Matt too much of an asshole in this episode to be nominated for Sad Boy of the Week? Ooh, yeah. Well, he did murder an old lady. <laughs> he's very sad, but he's also m- malicious. He's just kind of a dick. We can nominate him, but I my yeah. thing is usually like we like the, a, a proper sad boy is sad in a way that makes that very much entertains us and endears yeah. that character to us. Yeah. And I don't know if we really liked Matt in this episode. Well, it's also that and the fact no. that it's like, I don't think he's much of a sad boy. He's just kind of an asshole. He's not a sad boy. He's more of a bad boy. Yeah. yeah you're right. So we've got, what, Fernando, Danny, Danny Tanny, Jay Money? Jay, yep. Yeah. Are we good? I think, I think that's good. Yeah. Uh, do we want to... No, maybe, maybe not Steph. Steph. Yeah, yeah, I think it may be Steph, maybe not. Nah, yeah, she's too fine functional. With, I think we're, yeah, we're fine with the three. I, and I feel like she just doesn't do a lot. It's a lot of her just asking people, should I be a kid's entertainer yeah. or should I not be a kid's entertainer? Yeah. I, think we're, I think I'm fine with just yeah. those three. Yeah. yeah. So right. who should I start more. with? Um, maybe, maybe I'll start with Matt. Are we We were nominating Matt, yes? Oh. Or no. Uh, no, I was, I was, I was no, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. J. Money, Fernando, Danny. Yeah, yeah. okay. I, Let I me, brought I'll up start. the idea of nominating Matt because he was yeah. so dumb and pathetic. Yeah. I think... But I think you're right. Yeah, let's let's start with I'll start with Fernando. I'll start with Fernando. Yes. Um, Fernando is very horny for Kimmy Gibbler yes. because he has needs. <laughs> and then for some reason gets very concerned about the corn cob thief. Oh, yeah, the corn. Cob yes, thief. that's right. The that. corn cob thief. The case of the corn cob caper. <laughs> The corncob caper. No, I just want like a, a series of children's mystery novels yes. featuring Detective Fernando. This <laughs> is not a gritty procedural. This is Detective Fernando Hernandez Guerrero. Fernandez Guerrero. Fernando is a hardy boy. <laughs> he is a hardy. Oh my god! Yes. Not exactly Sherlock. <laughs> Definitely a hardy boy. The the Fernandez Guerrero Hernandez Guerrero boys. <laughs> oh my god! It's what's it's just Fernando. Who would the other Fernandez Guerrero, Hernandez Guerrero, Fernandez Guerrero boy be? His long lost brother. His long lost brother, Roberto Fernandez Guerrero, Fernandez Guerrero. Yeah, I think we introduced <laughs> the fact that he has a long lost twin brother. Yes, it has to be. So a twin. Juan Pablo de Pache does play both roles. Yes, yes. Juan Pablo de Pache must play both roles. And also, please come on our podcast. Uh, yes. So that's Fernando. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also J Money. J Money. Um, who uh, isn't good at anything, got kicked out of the chess club because he does not know the word chess. 
Um, I assume if he doesn't know the word, he doesn't really know how to play either. Sorry, when you put it that way, I just yeah. Like when when you put it that way, you start to realize just how weird, how fucking weird this show is sometimes. Yeah. Keep going, keep going. He doesn't know the word chat. He he's gotten kicked out of all the clubs he's tried to join. He's not good at anything. He decides I know what I'll be good at impressions and he's not good at impressions uh and then in grumbling about how he's not good at anything he kicks a football in frustration finally finds the thing he's good at but he's too stupid to recognize it it has to be pointed out to him yes yeah but dj who has forbidden him from joining the football team before because it's dangerous finally agrees so also he might get, even though he's finally talented at something, he might get grievously injured. Yes. Oh no. Well, kickers don't usually get tackled. Well, that's true. But Not usually, no. Most of the time, no. But Max has a line where he says, either you've gotten him into college or you're going to get him horribly injured. That's so I'm right, more sticking right. to what Max says. Yeah, most of the time kickers don't really get tackled. However, this is J-Money we're talking about. Yep. So I would you're not right. put it past him to somehow get tackled. He could also easily trip and fall. Yeah. <laughs> when I say he gets grievously injured, I don't even mean being tackled. I mean, like, he's going to slip and fall. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Danny, Danny Tanner. Danny Tanner. Good old Danny. Uh, he does not have a job, and he is spiraling. <laughs> oh, he is no. spending all of his time buying things he does not need from Costco in Costco-sized quantities. Mm-hmm. He misses being on TV so much that he's conducting an interview with his baby grandson. <laughs> the best way to spend your Friday night. Yes. Yep. He's giving everybody this this sage advice, even though presumably he has not left the house in weeks except to go to Costco. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he finally reaches his breaking point and decides to go back and ask for his job back. But they don't want to hire him back. And the only reason they let him back is because one of their hosts sexually harasses the other host on air and they need a replacement right that second. Oh, yep. boy. Oh, great. I think that's pretty much his case. Yeah. Yeah. I who, who do you vote for? OK, when we brought up the options, I thought it was immediately going to be Danny. And then the J money case was starting to sway me a bit. However, I think I'm still going to vote Danny this week. I think Danny as yeah, well. I think, I think, I think I'm voting well. for Danny. It just yeah. works. Yeah, he's just very, very sad. He, In like the most traditional definition of a sad boy, it just works. Um, I just do want to say we got a text from Tyler in regard to us pitching a oh, corn-centric no. Fernando mystery spinoff. Oh, it's so beautiful, but um, so cursed. Tyler texted uh, Corn Lumbo. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. One more thing. Yes. Oh boy. One uh, corn yes. thing. I would also like to point out now that with this win, Danny Tanny is now officially tied for third place on the Sad Boy leaderboard, tied with Steve at four wins apiece. Okay, great. He's one win behind Fernando and Steph. Great. Fantastic. Great. Uh, anyway, I think that's it. Um, Harrison, you want to take us home? All right. Yeah, just let's go. Thank you all for listening. Uh, if you want to find more of us, uh, check us out at Fullest House Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And um, 
Yeah, this has been great. I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green. And until next time, uh, may your houses be fuller and our deepest condolences to the friends and family of Gladys Nicholsby. May her, may her memory be a blessing. But hey, that's just a theory. <laughs> a a theory. theory. Thanks for watching. Thanks.